Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we've got three tremendous hours for you guys. Most of the wild card round is done, but we still got one game remaining. Cowboys and Bucks. We are going to be previewing that tonight. And we've got just a great Monday slate in general. Typically, the college basketball card, it's a little bit thin. But on Monday, because it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, you're going to be finding a little bit more NBA action. You're finding a little bit more college basketball action. I know that some of you guys are going to have off if you're going to school, you're maybe in college, you're probably going to be having a day off as well. So that makes it all the more fun. So all day hoops and then a nighttime football game. And we've got the perfect guest to be able to break it all down. As here in our number one, we're going to be joined by our good friend, Dave Tooley. He does amazing work over here at VEASAN. Taking a look at darn near every betting market on the face of planet Earth. We're starting to get some openers for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We're going to be chatting with him about that. We're going to be recapping what was a weekend where a lot of the expected teams, they were able to survive in advance in the NFL playoffs, but you had a lot of dogs being able to cover, and that makes our good friend Dave Tooley very, very happy as he's very much an underdog player. So we're going to be discussing that, and in about 30 minutes, we're going to go down to the Rampart Race in Sportsbook. That's where we find Dwayne Colucci. Truly one of the most friendly men that you're going to meet out here in lovely Las Vegas. We're going to get his side of the counters view. Just take a look at 
how the action came about. And I have to think that this was actually a relatively solid weekend for the players. You didn't necessarily have a bunch of the big favorites be able to cover, but those teasers, those money line parlays, those were able to get in there. So we're going to be talking about that in our number one and our number two. We're going to be joined by David Baker, the 2020 Westgate Super Contest champion. And if the name sounds familiar, yes, the same David Baker that is a very successful poker player. We're going to be chatting about what we all saw this weekend, turning it forward to the divisional round as well. See if he's got any thoughts in terms of Monday Night Football as well. So we're going to be chatting with him in our number two. And in our number three, we are going to be joined by Albert Wynn. You know him better as the analytics capper. He's going to be joining me and we're going to be discussing everything happening in the NFL, but he's also got some angles with the NBA action that is going to be going down. Try to see if we can get a player prop or a side or two out of him. Reason why I typically don't talk as much in terms of NBA previews on this show is because it can be relatively difficult to know who is slash is not playing in the NBA. You get the load management that is going down, so that always makes things tricky, but Albert won the best in the business of being able to take a look at that and also do want to welcome in all of you guys that are listening on Sports Map Radio as well as VSIN and Sports Map Radio joining forces and we've got you guys covered for three tremendous hours so we welcome you all in and we welcome you to the craziness that is the NFL playoffs. We see it every single year. These underdogs being able to provide a lot of fight. You really didn't see too many upsets. The lone upset was one that I think if you said that this was really going to be the biggest upset of wildcard weekend, you'd be like, all right, a relatively moderate weekend as you had the New York Giants, who for most of the week were a three-point underdog. They closed in some spots more around a two-and-a-half-point underdog, but they get the job done against the Minnesota Vikings, and they do so in a one-score game. And you've got to give all the credit where it is due to the Minnesota Vikings clawing out these one-score games all season long, but you knew at some point, regardless of how good a team is in one-score game, regardless of how well coached a team is in those late circumstances, when you play with fire, eventually you are going to get burned, and that is what happened with the Minnesota Vikings. 31-24 to was the final in this one, and I mean, I will say it right now as well. The quarterback play in that game was really good. Kirk Cousins played solid, in my opinion, and Danny Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, who is right now working with, well, let's call it what it is, not a lot of wide receivers whatsoever. Isaiah Hodgins and Darius Slayton were your top two players in terms of receiving yards in this game. He was able to go out for a sizzler of a 24 of 35 performance. I think that there was a time in this game where both of these quarterbacks had thrown a combined 25 passes. I think that you had either two or three incompletions. I mean, it was incredible what these guys were able to do. And you had Kirk Cousins go 31 of 39 in the losing effort. But, man, it goes to show you that these guys are relatively efficient. And what I think is being proven with the teams that did slash should not make the playoffs is just how important coaching is in this league as well. This is a New York Giants team that... Very little was expected out of them. They had, well, two really bad coaches over the last few years. You bring in Brian Dable, and in year number one, Brian Dable has taken the New York Giants from one of the lesser teams 
in all of the NFL, a team that just really could not get right to save their lives. And all of a sudden, here they are going to be in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. They were just miring in mediocrity when it was Pat Shermer for two years, Joe Judge, and we had good old Ben McAdoo. It was more like McAdoo. Oh, boy. That was not too terrific. But here are the Giants now. They find themselves in the in the next round of the NFL playoffs. And we've still got one other game that's going to be going down in the NFC. But it does feel as though in the NFC, you've got a little bit more of a divide between the haves and the have-nots. Because in the NFC, you've really got those two big-time teams. It is the Eagles. It is the San Francisco 49ers. And you give the credit where credit is due to the Giants. And you have to credit whoever comes out of the Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers game that we are going to be seeing on Monday as well. But take a look at the AFC and we're going to be getting the matchup that we were oh so coveting as it is going to be the Bills. It is going to be the Bengals, but didn't come without, shall we say, interest in both games. The Ravens were leading at the half against the Cincinnati Bengals. And for the Ravens, they were very, very close on that tip ball to having a chance at a two-point conversion to win it, perhaps an extra point to send that game to overtime. And the Dolphins with Skylar Thompson, they very nearly were able to get it done. Skylar Thompson, 18 of 45, two interceptions. I would say that he played a little bit better than the set sheet would indicate. There were a couple balls that the play should have been made on them. I think that that's very fair to say for Skylar Thompson as he was thrusted into a very, very awkward circumstance, but he also did have a Buffalo Bills team, and they scored 34 points despite the fact that Josh Allen had that lost fumble, and Josh Allen, just in general, did have those two interceptions, and I do think that it leads to what to take out of this game because the whole mantra right now in the NFL is survive in advance. That is all that you're looking to do. Josh Allen does not care about your point spread. He does not care about player props. He just cares about being able to hoist a Lombardi trophy when it's all said and done and getting there by any means possible, whether that be the Buffalo Bills winning by a count of 2-0. I'm sure that the Buffalo Bills are probably going to need to score more than two points on next Sunday in order to be able to survive in advance. But whether it's 2-0 or 200-0, a win is going to be a win for them. But relatively grody performances on both sides for the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. And... I've got my producer, Dan the Man Miller, in with me tonight, and we were sort of talking about this, and I think that it's very fair to have concern with both teams that were able to survive on the AFC side of things on Sunday, obviously. The game that we saw on Saturday, anyone that had the L.A. Chargers, that was gross, to say the least. They always have the acronym of Chargering, and I always think that it's lame whenever you've got the name of a team and then you just have like ING at the back half of it because he used to have Clemsoning back in the day. When it came to when it came to college football, I know that you've got the Phillies are gonna Philly and things of that nature. I think that that's really lame. Just call it what it is. It's a choke job. You don't need to make a team into like an acronym or I don't even know the grammar behind it, but I just think it's lame. But what I do know is that this is an LA Chargers team that they had just so much wasted potential, to say the least. As of right now, I have not seen any update as to 
our good friend Mr. Brandon Staley being fired. I'm going to be checking in on that throughout the show because if he survives this, it is clearly just because the ownership does not want to spend any more money. That was one of the worst jobs that you are going to find just all year long with Brandon Staley. You had no idea what the heck was going on, and that is the difference between going on in the playoffs and not going on in the playoffs. And the theme that just kept popping up all throughout this weekend in the NFL was how important the coaching is. And the coaching for the Jacksonville Jaguars side was so much more superior because five turnovers from the Jaguars, four first half interceptions, that should bury any team. If you are the LA Chargers, there is no possible way that you should not be able to get it done, but they did not. They had all the talent. They had everything that they needed, really aside from Mike Williams. And guess why they didn't have Mike Williams? Oh, yeah, Brandon Staley. He decided to play his guys week 18, and it didn't turn out so well. But here we are now in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs with one game remaining and just an absolutely wild and crazy weekend. Typically, when it comes to the weekend, it is for relaxation for many of you guys. For us in the sports world, now it's like you get to take a breath because it was just so action-packed over this weekend. Adelia, being someone that does college basketball, had 155 games that went down. So it is sort of like a relief when you see only like 35 or so games on the college basketball board. But it is also a relief that we are down to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We're going to be talking about that next with our good friend here at VSIN of Dave Tooley, and that is coming up on the flip side on the Greg Peterson Experience. I'm Vison, the Sports Bank Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little bit more on the line by playing for free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness, set your lineup, and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions, they do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. It is great to be joined by Dave Tooley, and he is here in studio with me in the flesh, and Dave... It is always a pleasure to have you aboard. You do a great job just week in and week out joining me, taking a look at everything that we got this weekend in the NFL. So thank you so much. Oh, not a problem. Uh, yeah, two weeks in a row here in, in studio. Yes. Uh, yeah, last Sunday we were here covering all the the end of the season uh, football contests. And then uh, today all the wild card games uh, with with uh, past champions and some of the people that cashed in the contest uh, this year as well. And if you were taking underdogs, the caches were very, very nice as well. I know that you absolutely love mm-hmm. underdogs as well. Take us through how it went this weekend because I know that coming into the week, typically with the wild card round, the team that would win the game, they would either win it outright as an underdog or the favorite. They would win. They would cover the spread, win by a pretty convincing margin. This was one of those rare wild card weekends where we saw quite a few underdogs not win outright but actually cover the spread. Yeah, a lot of people were uh, yeah, saying, yeah, you just got to pick the winner. <laughs> I don't want to throw any of our recent colleagues under the bus that were saying that as well. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> not but, this uh, year. But uh, again, yeah, traditionally that, that has been the way it you know, has worked. But I, I mean, in, in general, in the regular season, it's like, and in most sports, point spread sports, it's between uh, you know, 75 to 80%. Uh, to 85 percent and in wild card weekend i believe the last few years it was closer to like 88 percent right and again a lot of it is also dependent on what the spreads are oh Uh, again (laughs) if all if all games were pick them 
it would be 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously as you get... When you get north of a touchdown. Right, you get yeah. north of a touchdown, two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, the Bills, again, as great as the Bills uh, have played all season, uh, they let, you know, we talked about this last Anyone Sunday Anyone with that first half, boy. Well, yeah. They, they, <laughs> let, they let teams stick around, and, and again, yeah, they, they won 34-31, but did not cover the spread. And then in the nightcap of... Yeah, Bengals, uh, seven half point favor, winning by seven. So, yeah, those were the two. So, 40% of the games uh, <laughs> were where the points did come into play. Yep, and something else that is very contrarian to what we've seen this season a mm. whole lot of overs, including if you took a look at the closing number in terms of Bengals versus the Ravens, because this is one that had opened up more around right. 44 in terms of the total, but in terms of the closing total, all three games from Sunday went over, and as we know, there was no ghost of a prayer of that Chargers versus Jacksonville Jaguars game on Saturday, staying under. Yeah, yeah, 5-0 and on the weekend so far, heading into Monday Night Football, uh, all, all with the overs. But like you said, it, it, it is important to note that that uh, yeah, people that, you know, if they bet them all blindly over than early in the week, then they, they would have lost on that Ravens-Bengals game. But yeah, against the closing lines, all five over. Yeah, it's been relatively insane what we've been seeing all season long in terms of these totals. And this is like the second week this year in which we're going to have more overs and unders because <laughs> yeah. we've had a few pushes. And then we had like one week where I think we had one more over than under. But man, it is relatively insane. And we're going to see if it could be a clean sweep for the overs as it's going to be the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. And I know that you came on this show this week and or I should say you came on the show last week and you gave out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus three and there's still a few plus threes in the market right now, but you're going to be paying some juice where I sit right now at Circa. You're going to be paying minus 120. I believe that the win is sort of in that same boat. A lot of two and a halfs. If there is someone that is staring at this line at two and a half, would you still be on the Bucks in this ordeal? Yeah, I, I would. I Again, I, I picked it because I really think the Buccaneers are going to win outright. Uh, again, certainly don't trust the Cowboys. And, the, you know, Brady is Brady, and <laughs> he still gets the job done in, in the clutch. So I think uh, they would win it if, if it's a close game. Uh, yeah, I wrote on in my column this week that you know, at plus two and a half, I, was still taking the, I would still recommend the Buccaneers, um, even though I have the plus three in pocket. Um, but I, I wouldn't blame people if they just prefer to just tease the Buccaneers up to plus eight and a half. Uh, play it the safe way, I guess. Yep, exactly, because this is a circumstance where we're seeing a lot of these teasers. If you take them, whichever way you go, you really can't go wrong <laughs> because a lot of these games have been very close on the point spread as well. So I do think that that is something to take a look at, especially when it comes to these divisional games that are going to be coming up because they are going to be nip and tuck. And we've got one game that... We just don't have a line on yet because the San Francisco 49ers do not have an opponent yet. That is right. going to be decided on Monday. But the other three matchups that we are going to be seeing, those are all set in terms of the Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs, the Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. And that's a relatively high spread. The closest one is this Bengals versus the Bills game. And with the Bills, they're anywhere between a four to four and a half point favor with a total between 49 and a half and 50 and a half. Do you have any sort of play on this game? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Bengals plus four and a half uh, here, here at Circa, and I've seen that elsewhere. Uh, again, of course, this is the, the the rematch of the postponed game. So it's going to be obviously a, a lot of emotions, even more so than I think yes. a regular 
uh, post postseason game. But you know, I had the Bengals in, in that game. I thought the you know they matched up very well with the Bills. And like I said before, you know, the, the Bills all all year I've been fading them uh, in a lot of spots against teams that I felt felt could stay with them because they do let even bad teams stick around. So uh, I, I think this definitely could come down to a field goal game. And as we saw in the postponed game, the the Bengals were up, and you know they were driving again. Uh, so again, I, th- I think a v- very live dog game. Yep, I do think also of intrigue as well as if things break just right, we're gonna get that neutral field game in Atlanta, Georgia, which that'll be very strange if you have the AFC Championship <laughs> game being played in Atlanta, Georgia, because well, the Atlanta Falcons are not gonna be playing in any sort of championship game this season for one and two. The next time you find the Atlanta Falcons in the AFC, you let me know because that is going to be very, very strange to say the least. But we've seen a little bit of movement in terms of this game between the Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. I know that there were a lot of openers that had this game at 7.5. Now we're seeing it at 7. There were some books that opened at 7. There were some books that opened it at 7.5. Any sort of play in terms of this one because we actually saw these two teams in Week 18 and it was a win to get the one seed the Philadelphia Eagles and they were able to win but in that circumstance they would not have covered this number and now you've got a Giants team that yes they had to play this past week but they seem to be picking up a lot of momentum and the more I've been looking at them the more I've been impressed yeah me, me too um I, I I didn't feel confident enough to take them plus three against the Vikings but I did I did tease them so uh, yeah I can catch the Jaguars Giants teaser I have another Giants teaser live the Buccaneers on Monday night <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'm I'm not quite confident. I don't know if I'm going to take them plus the points in this one. In fact, I was I was almost planning to come on the show tonight and recommend a teaser with the Eagles down to one and the Chiefs down to minus two and a half against the Jaguars. Um, but the you know the, the KC line has been bouncing around nine at, at, mm-hmm. at some offshore books and stuff. So I'm not really sure if those are going to be in the teaser zone or not. So uh, we'll lay off on giving an official pick on those. Uh, but, uh, you know, shameless plug, check out my columns during the week at vcin.com. Yes, and Dave <laughs> does absolutely amazing work with those. vcin.com slash subscribe to be able to get all the fine work that our good friend Mr. Dave Tooley is doing. And it looks like this is a Chiefs versus Jacksonville Jaguars game that it opened up at 9. Now we're seeing here in Vegas anywhere between 8 and 8.5 eight and as of right now. And you just mentioned it. This is a line that is bouncing around. How important is it? for those that are just listening right now to take a look at some of these openers because we've got a little bit of a newer audience with us now being on Sports Map Radio, and it's something that we have been doing all year long, taking right. a look at these look-ahead lines, and I think that there's just so much value while everyone is reacting to what we saw in a really good wild card round, and rightfully so, to sort of have a mind on these numbers that we're seeing for this next round of games because I think that there's a lot of value in taking a look at it right now. Yeah, in, in fact, on uh, these Sunday night shows, uh, since the start of, start of November, uh, my plays have been 21 and 11 against the spread. And so, they wouldn't have right. been 21 and 11 if you would have taken a day of game. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, right. Because, again, uh, a, lot, a lot of these I also look at are around the key numbers. Yes. So, again, obviously, you know, the Jaguars of that number were starting moving down towards eight, eight or seven. Uh, yeah, you definitely want to grab it before it drops. Um, but, yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, very key strategy in betting these early numbers because they're not all created equal. I mean, there's some that are dead numbers that you just don't, don't know which way they're going to move. But a lot of times you can anticipate where the public's going to be 
or where the shop guys are going to come in and drive the line. Yep, and you can have all the knowledge of like the third stringers and what have you, all the knowledge of these NFL teams. But as we both know, you are not betting teams. You are betting numbers. And Dave, you do such a good job of taking a look at these lines. Always appreciate your time. And coming up next, we head out to the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. We're going to be joined by Dwayne Clucci next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. With the start of the new year, BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, BetRivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and so much more as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. We head on out to the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. The director over there is Dwayne Colucci. does absolutely amazing work booking all this action. And it's very, very much a rambunctious weekend in sports. And all these weekends moving forward are going to be because you guys have 100 million billion games in college basketball every Saturday. You've got loads and loads of action in the NFL. The NBA slates are starting to pick up now that we've gotten through Christmas. Dwayne. You're a busy man, so I always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Oh, always a pleasure. Always have time for the G. You know that, Greg. Absolutely. And you've always got time to talk about how the action is going behind the counter. And how did this weekend go? Because there was a anticipation that we will probably get some lopsided games in this NFL playoff slate. And we really did not have a dud out of all of them, aside from maybe that 49ers versus Seahawks game. Yeah, definitely. And that was, uh, you know, not a game where we really got crushed. Naturally, uh, everybody backed uh, the 49ers on their teasers and parlays. But, you know, we did have some Seattle sharp money there. And uh, definitely the weekend was good. Yesterday was off the hook. Uh, came back down to earth a little. A lot of giant betters at my property, as well as the Ravens late. They started to take a ton of action. So you did see the line movement. And that is uh, based on money, Greg. So, you know, when you did have Baltimore cover, uh, as well as the Giants win outright, you know, it, it was a little different on Sunday than it was on Saturday. But just from a whole perspective, the handle was crazy. I mean, Saturday, we were so packed. It was unbelievable. I saw Jimmy say at the South Point, they were. it was like a Super Bowl atmosphere. So it's really good to see everything start to get back into a flow, uh, especially after the last couple of years with the pandemic and everything. But the crowds have been awesome, and I can't thank our patrons enough, Greg. So the exciting football just adds to it because it keeps the better interested and handle just increases as long as these games are competitive and not like that national title game oh absolutely that national title game it was a flopper rooney to say the least and when it came to what we saw this weekend in the wild card round was this a better week for the players than most just because we take a look at a lot of these underdogs being able to cash but a lot of the favorites they were still able to win outright which is the opposite of what we typically find in wild card weekend now Typically, wildcard weekend doesn't have, oh, I don't know, 13 and a half to 14 point spreads like we saw with the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. But with teams like the Bills, even though they didn't cover being able to win outright, did that provide a relatively solid weekend for the players? 
Well, they had more of an advantage, definitely, because a lot of these games fell within the both sides of the teasers. Now, Buffalo winning on the money line, you have a ton of parlays on Buffalo money line, just putting them on like it was a bingo square, basically. <laughs> and the Dolphins really came to play. I mean, they played well, Greg. I- I'll be honest with you. I was really impressed. Thompson really, w- it wasn't his fault. There were so many drop passes in that game. But yes, definitely the public had the bills on the money line, on their parlays. And then you start to see the teasers on the two-way games like the Bengals and Ravens. Uh, you know, the Giants, like I said, they were popular. The 49ers were definitely popular on money line and teasers. And, uh, you know, a great, great game on Saturday night where the Jaguars were able to overcome a deficit, uh, a huge deficit, outscore the uh, Chargers 24-3 to in the second half. And that was a, a great two-way action game. And once again, both sides win on the teaser there. So, you know, definitely some, uh, uh, you know, adverse outcomes for us, but we did overall well. Uh, you know, the handle always uh, overcomes all that, and definitely it was a great, great action weekend from my side of the counter. And Wildcard Weekend is not quite done for you guys. I know that you've already got the numbers up for the three divisional matchups that we know we're going to be getting. Obviously, we have no idea who the 49ers are going to be playing just yet because they're going to be playing the winner of this game, the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers are a two and a half point underdog in a lot of spots where I sit here at Circa. It's a three with even money juice on the Dallas Cowboys. I know that you guys over there at the South Point and Rampart, you always keep the spread at minus one time, which is something that I really do like because you're going to find a lot of times with critical numbers, you're going to be finding the juice be like minus 115, minus 120, insert your number here. You guys always keep it at minus 110, but where do you guys stand on this game? And have you guys been seeing good two-way action on this game? Oh, definitely, Greg. You know, the initial reaction was the sharp guys taking the three that we opened it at the Rampart and South Point. And, you know, we always want to please the customer, and it's definitely a consumer advantage when you have the 110 on each side, and you're not laying that uh, extra vigorish, whether it's either on the winner or the loser. So that definitely helps. But uh, great two-way action. This is a tough, tough game to handicap. You go back to week one, and everybody was writing the Cowboys off. Then by about mid-season, they were one of the favorites, obviously, in the NFC. Now they've come back down to earth. Dak Prescott has just been, you know, horrible, I have to say. You know I'm a Dallas guy, and he just uh, so many interceptions and mistakes. They definitely have to rein it in and rectify that. I think the defense is good enough to hold Brady in check, but if he and Evans ever start getting going, you know Dallas is 0-7 against Tom Brady in his career. So this is looking to uh, set a precedent if they could win this game. And just a, a testament of how good they played at certain points of the season, Greg, you're seeing them a favorite on the road against Tom Brady. So yeah, excellent two-way action, a lot of teaser action, but definitely a difficult, difficult game to handicap just because of the recent performance of the Dallas offense and how it's come back down to earth. Pollard has to be healthy. Zeke has to run as well. They complement each other. Excellent wide receiving core that could get it done, but could Prescott get them the ball? And you know how effective Tom Brady is in this, uh, you know, portion of the season. He loves the playoffs, thrives under the pressure. So it's going to be definitely a difficult task for the Cowboys to go into Tampa and win. And with Tom Brady, he's got more than double the amount of playoff wins as opposed to any other quarterback that is currently active in the NFL. So he has been there. He has done that time and time again. So we shall see if 
He's going to be able to keep that going Monday night. That is going to be a great game. And you guys over there at the Rampart and South Point posted up numbers for the divisional round of the playoffs. As a matter of fact, about 30 minutes before you came on this show. So you've been a very busy man trying to get everything sorted out. And one thing that I did notice is that you guys are a little bit lower than most of the market in terms of this Chiefs versus Jacksonville Jaguars game. The opener in a lot of spots for Jags versus Chiefs was anywhere between eight and a half and nine, depending upon your number. But you guys opened this game at eight with a total of 52. Take me through a little bit of that sort of decision, because I do think that this is a very intriguing game with a Chiefs team that time and time again, they have been able to win these games, but they've had a tough time covering as north of a seven point favorite. Yeah, definitely, Greg. And, you know, I believe they only have five covers overall against the spread this season. So keep that in mind as well. Yes. They were one of the worst spread records. So, you know, you have to keep that into perspective. And Jacksonville is on this massive winning streak now. And they're beating solid teams. I mean, when you're beating the Cowboys down the stretch, you're beating the Chargers. You're coming into a matchup where, uh, you know, very difficult. It's a change of scenario. You're going into a cold weather atmosphere. Uh, Patrick Mahomes been there, done that. You have to take all these things into consideration. And Jacksonville is kind of a slow starting team. You know, they, they get it going in the second half. You've seen this against the Cowboys and the Chargers both. So uh, it's hard to get a read on Lawrence and his team. If they're going to come out firing, it even helps their chances to cover even more. But we have to be perceptive that Kansas City, when they get close to double digits, they have not been the covering machine, uh, you know, that they were a couple of years back. So you have to be careful when we're making these lines we have to be uh you know somewhat concise and protective and that's why we have it a little less we have it at eight currently at the rampart and south point total of 52 uh that's going to be on a saturday i believe at 130 so yep. that's going to be an excellent excellent matchup greg and we're anticipating some good two-way action people are actually starting to back the jaguars now and it's going to be a fabulous test of patrick mahomes is you know uh, his, his stability and if he could keep it going and keep this machine going. They have home field throughout, so let's see. Let's keep it going. They're, gonna, they're looking for a big matchup against either the Bengals or the Bills. You know that. That's just going to be fabulous if Kansas City could make it past this underdog that is riding high right now. And to your point, currently the Kansas City Chiefs 6-10-1 against the spread thus far this season. It has not been going their way. Things always go our way on this show whenever you join, Dwayne. You do absolutely amazing work over there at the Rampart. Anyone that walks into the Rampart Racing Sportsbook, you always roll out the red carpet for them, which is something that I truly admire about you, Dwayne. Always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for having me on, Greg, and thanks for the compliments, and enjoy the football tomorrow night's game and full slate of NBA and all the action. Oh, it certainly is. We've got a little bit of everything going on. We've got some NBA. We've got some college basketball. We've got some NFL. But coming next, we got to take a look at the big game for Monday. Buccaneers versus Cowboys. My preview up ahead next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. 
Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my day. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool to the touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's chill mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the chill collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. If you are looking for a betting edge on football's biggest game, then VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN shows and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. Deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down the brackets. When it comes to college basketball, best bets, and all of the big game props, do not miss out because this is a limited time offer. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99 and become a part of the sports betting network that is at vsin.com slash subscribe. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on vsin, the sports betting network. First things first, big thanks to the gentleman that joined me the last two segments. Dave Tooley does amazing work here at the network. He looks at darn near every single betting market on the face of planet Earth, takes a look at all the trends, and 
He's a very good underdog player. You heard it from him if you were tuning in about 30 or so minutes ago. But look at lines that he has given out on this show. 21 and 11 since the beginning of the month of November. He's done a very good job there. So always appreciate him and Dwayne Colucci, who does amazing work over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. So those two gentlemen, they've joined me every Sunday throughout the football season. It is always a pleasure to have them aboard. And it's always a pleasure to have you aboard. Hopefully you guys... Some of you are going to be enjoying a nice Monday off. I know that some of you guys are going to be very hard at work. I am happy to be at work for you guys. Hopefully, I'm entertaining as many of you guys as possible to have off. And I salute all of you guys that are going to be at work on Monday. I recognize that there are so many noble professions like being over there in the medical field. I know that there's a lot of nurses in which you get no days off. Heck, I know that I've had a few truck drivers reach out to me being like, thank goodness you have a show to keep me entertained. Trust me, if you're burning the late night oil, you get my respect because that is a very difficult job to do. I'm very blessed to be doing what I'm doing. So I owe it to you guys to give you guys my absolute best. Coming up in hour number two, I'm going to give you guys some college basketballs here in hour number one. I mean, it was a big weekend in the NFL. We've got to be breaking that down. And it's not done yet because it's super wild card weekend and we've got one game remaining. We got to try to find you guys some money on this game. Try to give you guys a side total and a few props here as it is the Dallas Cowboys and it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Something I've been referring to on this show is a pair of teams that I don't necessarily want to have a lot of money on because these two teams have been faderoonies recently. But that said, with the Cowboys, in a lot of spots, you're finding them as a two and a half point favorite. You're finding a few straight threes and Matter of fact, one of the threes that you're seeing it is where I sit at Circa, and your total on this game, pretty much across the board, it's a 45 and a half. It's very fascinating to take a look at this game because with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they just have not been able to generate a lot of offense all season long. You take a look, and the game that they had against the uh, Carolina Panthers, they were able to bust out. They scored 30 points in that game. Very good performance there, but... Really, aside from that Carolina Panthers game, they were able to exceed the 23-point plateau just once this season in regulation. And that was when they went up against the Kansas City Chiefs. They lost that game by a count of 41-31. to That's it. They have not been too terrific. I do default to the under. I know that there were the comments made by Jason Garrett that the Dallas Cowboys are slower on grass rather than turf, and... You dive into the numbers, and maybe there's a little bit of something to it, but Tom Brady is now 45 years old, and while Tom Brady has been able to do an amazing job in the fourth quarter of games, and that's part of the reason why I just don't want to fade the Dallas or don't want to fade the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's because if you get into a one-score game late, Tom Brady just seems to function at his best when he's in the two-minute drill because he's done it so many stinking times. It doesn't matter if he's throwing to Rob Gronkowski, if he's throwing to Deion Branch, or if he's throwing to Greg Peterson. He knows how to operate in a two-minute drill better than any other quarterback that we've really ever seen. Now, Patrick Mahomes has had some very nice two-minute comebacks as well, but just hasn't done it as many times quite to this point as our good friend Tom Brady, who, I mean, he still had a good year. You could say what you will about this Buccaneers offense being, well, not great to say the least, but a lot of that is not necessarily on Tom Brady. Tom Brady still threw for nearly 4,700 yards, 25 touchdowns, and nine interceptions this season. Part of it is because, and throw it 733 times, but on that as well is because 
Jets team around him averaged 3.4 yards per carry. You just weren't able to get a lot out of Leonard Fournette along with Rashad White. Though I will say White came on a little bit more towards the end part of the season since those last two games. He became a little bit more of an option for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. And when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, you can tell what sort of a difference Tony Pollard has been able to make with this offense because Leonard Fournette, or not Leonard Fournette, but rather Ezekiel Elliott, when he has been the main bell cow back for the Dallas Cowboys, they aren't able to go as balanced. They aren't able to take the ball out of the hands of Dak Prescott, and that's something that I really gathered from the Dallas Cowboys this season. When the Dallas Cowboys were functioning at their best, it was when they had Dak Prescott just come back after his injury, and they were sort of utilizing those same plays that they utilized for Cooper Rush, which was, we are going to be balanced. We are not going to go off and just throw the ball 37 times. We're not going to try to just bomb it and try to have like 500 yards through the air. We are just going to look to move the chains. We're going to be looking for small chunk plays. That was working very well for the Dallas Cowboys first few games when Dak Prescott came back. Prescott, 15 interceptions this year, this season, and most of those came late. He has thrown at least two interceptions in three out of the last five games that he has played in, and at least one interception in every one of them. He was able to keep, not necessarily clean sheets, but he was able to stay out of more trouble more towards October, November, and you could tell that the uh, play script, it really flipped when the month turned to December, and that's when things really started to go wrong for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, if you take a look on DraftKings in terms of the player props for this game, you're going to notice that Dak Prescott is interception prop. Shock, shock, surprise, surprise. It is shaded upward. Him to throw an interception is minus 165. I'm willing to go contrarian. I'm willing to go under on this one because I think that the Dallas Cowboys are going to look themselves in the mirror and say, you know what? Us bombing the ball like the way that we've been trying to the last month, it is not working. When we've had Dak Prescott not have to do as much, things have actually gone very well for us. So I'm actually going to take that contrarian under. I recognize that Dak Prescott has not had a lot of games this season where he's kept a clean sheet, but I think that this could be one of them because I do think that it's going to be a Dallas Cowboys team that's going to realize we don't need to score. 30 points to win this game. We can trust in our defense. This is a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that we've already been able to have some success against, even with the Dallas Cowboys losing that week one game. It's not because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers let them up on offense. That was a 19-3 slog where nobody could do anything whatsoever. Dak Prescott looked terrible. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they weren't lighting the world on fire on offense themselves. So I default to the under in this game of 45 and a half. Just because, well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in general just have not been able to score a lot of points. The Dallas Cowboys, I think, are going to be getting back to basics. And the good news for the Dallas Cowboys is that Tony Pollard is going to be good to go for this game. And I think that that's very important because he was banged up towards the end part of the season. He was able to partake in that game against the Washington Commanders. Seven carries for 19 yards. You could tell that he wasn't necessarily 100%. And I do think that the Dallas Cowboys were sort of saying, you know what, we really don't need this game quite as much. We are going to unleash Tony Pollard when it comes to the divisional round. And that leads into a little bit of a player prop with him. His rushing prop is 
50 and a half yards. Ironically enough, Ezekiel Elliott is 48 and a half. And I think that the the Dallas Cowboys are finally going to get it through their skulls that, you know what, we've got to be relying upon Tony Pollard in this game. I do like his player prop over in terms of rushing yards and for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think that it's going to be very interesting to see how they're going to be winging the ball in this game because you know that they're going to be airing it out. And for the Dallas Cowboys, right now you're seeing the player prop of Mike Evans in terms of his receptions. Five and a half, and you're getting a plus 135 to the over on five and a half receptions. I do like this one because with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, when they were really able to have success in that game against the Carolina Panthers, they were relying upon Mike Evans. I think that they're going to utilize a little bit of that script as well. This is a spot where I'm going to be taking a look at the Cowboys, on, or I'm going to be taking a look at the Buccaneers on the money line. I think Tampa Bay, in a close game, gets the job done. So I like the Buccaneers' money line. Mike Evans over his player prop in terms of receptions. And I like this total under, and that does lead us into a little bit of a pro tip for our number one. We were talking about this with Dave Tooley. Visa.com slash subscribe for all these. You're able to sort these by show and by sport. Do be taking a look at these opening numbers. Do be taking a look at the lines early on. Even if you don't fire in on anything, take a look at these early numbers because a lot of the value, a lot of the best numbers that you get is early on. And we're going to be taking a look at some early college basketball numbers for Monday and my DK Nation pick next on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.